Ooh, hello and welcome everybody to the 31st episode of the Overclock podcast, Overclock underscore ZA, on all of the places where you get your podcasts. Uh, this week, myself and Gavin are coming to you live from a hands-on at the Huawei Mate X experience. Yeah, we're quite privileged actually to have Huawei launch possibly its most exciting product in recent days, their foldable phone, which scooped all the awards at the Mobile World Congress recently. We're very privileged to have them actually show it for the first time in Cape Town. And they actually gave us hands-on time with the device, which is quite a big deal because all these devices are really sort of engineering prototypes. So they don't want the media dissing the product when it's still in the development stage. So we are privileged to be able to handle it, really. Yeah, yeah. even as a prototype, I mean, there's... They're probably going to refine just how the, the screen extends into the tablet and just taking away that crease, because there is a pronounced crease right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about it in, in physics terms, as Lindsay pointed out to me, <laughs> if your screen is going to go around the outside of the phone, wrap around the outside of the phone, unlike the Samsung one, which folds into the inside of the phone, this wraps around the outside. When you fold it out, as you would with a book, um, your screen should end up being bigger than the surface area of the device. Like with a book, it has a spine and folds, it crinkles on the outside. And this obviously has to fold flat, so it actually defies the laws of physics. But to do that, I think they need to put quite a lot of incredible engineering into the materials they're using to achieve that. So, so the difference, again, between the Samsung Fold and the Mate X, well, the, the Mate Huawei X, Mate, the Huawei X, Mate X, yes, X. correct. Um, is that the Huawei has its screen on the outside of the phone. So you have two small screens, a 6.6 inch. And yes, a 6. and 6.38. Yes, so they call it 6.4 inch. That's on the front and back of the phone. And then, oh, sorry. Yes, that'll be on the front and back of the phone. And, and you have a little bar with all the cameras in. Yes, that- but if you, if you open the phone out then, uh, now you're looking at the outside cover of what would be the book. That yes. equals 8 inches. Mm. Yes, yes, and it's pretty, it's like, it's almost square, but it's not quite square. Yeah, square. I, I'm, I'm looking at square as an interesting form factor. It's kind of weird because well, the phones have gone all long and narrow and thin, and now these these tablety things are going square again, which is very instagram yeah, actually. It would be the ultimate Instagram <laughs> device if it was perfectly square, actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be. And then the problem there is it's not very YouTube-friendly in the sense that YouTube still has a, I think it's a 16 by 9 panel. Uh, yes, something, yes, by, something by like default. That, yeah. it does so it's, you know, it's the flat rectangle, Although, like, like a TV set. Like, yeah. yeah, that's quite dynamic now where if you have 21 by 9 content, it will default to uh-huh. your 21 by 9 view, which is then again not great for these more square devices. Yeah. But I mean, if you're running like two apps side by side, I see they're multitasking kind of, that's pre-production software, pre-production hardware as well. So take this with a pinch of salt, but their they big multitasking thing is like side by side. So on the yes. one half of the screen is one app and on the other half of the screen is another app. Yeah. So, so if you use, for example, Outlook on the desktop, you know, that yeah. Outlook has that view where you can see the stack of all your mails and then you get a preview of the mail yes. that's your, your, your active mail on the right hand side. So that's the idea. You get two productivity panels to work on, although they don't have to be the same app, obviously. But I, I, I think I think going forward, I really think they're going to do a lot with with their desktop mode, and I think they're going to bring probably bring a window interface there. I, yeah, it, I mean, it lends itself to, to a window I am interface. just the biggest fan of that idea of using <laughs> the phone like a, it's getting so much closer to a compact computer thing. It's so cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, first impressions, again, blown away by the hardware. It's super light, a lot lighter than you expect. It's super thin when folded and unfolded. Um, using large screen phones now for the last six to 10 months, 
um, I have gotten over the yeah. the whole sure. the, the the hand expansion. Yeah. <laughs> you're like your fingers can't get everywhere on the screen. Um, yeah, it's very comfortable when folded up. It, it feels like a normal phone. Like having a screen on the back where you're taking. There's only there's only the triple cameras. There's only the cameras on the back of the device right. in that little bar. Right. So like that becomes your selfie camera, which is kind of the dream. When yes. you have a screen looking okay. at your face. Only one set of cameras, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then one set, so you're using the primary, the best camera possible when you're taking your selfies, which is, that, that, that is the dream right and, there. And the weird thing about taking selfies is that, now if you imagine the phone folded up and you're taking a picture, you now have a screen facing your subject and you have a screen facing you, if you can yeah. imagine that. So the person you're taking the picture of can actually see themselves yes. on the phone. It's so yes. weird. So you're looking at one side and they're looking at the other side of the same phone. They can actually see the picture you're taking of them, which is kind of just so freaky. I haven't had that before. Or maybe we have. I just haven't noticed it. Very yeah. clever. Other things that are quite impressive, when it's unfolded, it's only like five and a half moles thick. I think four and a half is what I got. It's but five point four. Five point four. Yes. yes um, and then folded, you're looking at eleven moles. Yes. Which is correct. incredible. Um, now I would have to say, in recognition of the Samsung Fold, yes. it, it the body of the phone had a lot more metal to it. It yes. felt a lot more sturdy. Yes. I have to say, the Huawei phone, you can now get this plastic wraparound screen around the outside, which is pretty much like a plastic film, essentially. Yes. And then the body panels on the inside are also plastic. So, you know, for, a, for what, what might end up being a 50,000 Rand phone, it's like all plastic, all sides. Whereas the Samsung phone really felt like a heavy-duty yeah. weapon, you know. So, not heavy per se, but it felt like a serious Yeah, it was, a lot, it was a lot more piece. industrial. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, like like the, the Huawei thing, like I really enjoy, what do they call it? The Falcon, the Falcon Wing. Yes, Falcon Wing design. Yes. Falcon Wing design. That's, that's the, the folding hinge mechanism. Yeah. Um, and... The engineering that we're about to go into that is just mind-boggling. Yep, yep. I mean, you it's, you just won't believe when you look at it. Essentially, they've made an AMOLED screen using plastic instead of glass, you know. Yeah. I mean, amongst other things. There's a whole lot more to it, obviously. Mm. Uh, yeah, so, so like that, just that, that, that part about it. Um, yeah, and it's polished. It just feels like a more polished product right now, consumer-facing product. Right. Then Samsung, like Samsung still feel like it's going to come out um, mm. next month. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, um, but the Samsung one still feels like it's it's the first iteration. Okay, now here's the other problem. Okay, <laughs> if you've got a screen that wraps around the outside of the phone, every time you put the phone down, you're putting it down on its face, basically. <laughs> yes, <laughs> on the on the screen. Okay, and remember, the screen is plastic; it's not glass. But that's why so, they have the. the full protection case yeah, which okay. is like a little sheath that you slide the thing into and then like folds around it and it gives yeah, you so when you when you put it in the case then it exposes it covers the screen on the one side I think and exposes yes. the screen on the other yes. side but even then man like okay the case by the way doesn't come in the box the case ain't gonna be cheap and yeah. you're gonna have to buy it separately um, but the whole idea of putting the phone down on its face every time when the face is made of plastic completely freaks me out man See, Samsung doesn't have that problem. So. Yes, this this is true. This is true. But I mean, you gotta swing for the fence, man. You gotta swing for the fence. I, I think on looks alone, the Mate X looks better than the the Galaxy Fold. On usability, 
I don't know. I sit in no, between them. We don't know them. yet, really. Yeah, I sit we'll kind see. of in between them. I, I like a lot of what the, the Galaxy Fold is doing. Mm. I like the software implementation. But I mean, software, you can't judge it on software right now. Yes. Because uh, Huawei doesn't even know what the software is going to look like, yeah. really. And I mean, I, again, like so many people won't even utilize half of the features of the phone. So while the, the software will have to be productivity focused and have to be very clever, I don't know how much more they need to do compared to what Android can already do today on tablets and so on. I, mean, no. you know, so I don't know how much more no, they I'll, need to do, I'll, really. i put it to you, sir. Mm. In a world where Apple have just announced two new iPads, yeah. the iPad Air yeah. and the iPad Mini, right, um, which are both now Apple Pencil, not the new Apple Pencil, old Apple oh, Pencil yeah, compatible, yeah, yeah. Okay. which is weird enough. Yeah. The iPad Mini is like a 7.9-inch 7, 7. Yes. I think. The size that Steve Jobs said would never work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you get an iPad mini, you're pretty much looking at the same size screen. Right. As like the Galaxy Fold right. at least. Right. Um, and then you'll get another phone, you get like a normal phone beside it. Yeah. And suddenly you have the same kind of idea. Yeah. But now, is it not true that the iPads have been notorious in not having phone features? You can't really make phone calls. No, on no. But yeah. I'm saying, like, if mm. you want more productivity, you just go over to your other device, which uh -huh. fits in your man bag, because mm. man bags are a thing now. Okay, carry both devices. Hmm. I don't know. Again, your Android tablets have always had phone features. It's only freaking, you know, Apple products where the damn yeah, tablet won't no make phone. No one's really making small tablets anymore. Mm, I'm in the market for a small tablet, no, but, but no one's really maybe making it. Yeah, okay, sure, yeah, granted. It's all like so, size things. So they've got a 4,500 milliamp hour battery in this yes. new foldable phone, which is something equivalent to the size of, say, the Note, the Samsung Note phone. Bigger, yeah, yeah. Uh, except it has to power a much bigger screen, so I'm very interested to see what they pull off. Yeah. Especially if they have to power the bigger screen and they have to power the 5G, which yes. apparently is quite power hungry. So I'd like to see how far a 4,500 milliamp hour battery goes, but I'm sure they can't disappoint the market in that respect, or else people will never take up the device going forward. Yeah. So they'll have to get something right there, I'm sure. Um, uh, of course, well, they claim it will be dual SIM. Um, and it will support the funny memory standard that they are now punting. What's it called? It's called something funny. It's not micro SD that we've gotten used to. Yeah. It's something else that is about the size yeah, of your like nano the, SIM card. The, the, yeah. nano, the nano SD or something like yeah. that. I also can't remember exactly what it's called right now. Hmm. Um, yeah, in, in all, it's a, it's a fun little Huawei device. It's, it's an amazing thing. I've put up some tweets, just some hands-on pictures. Mm. People are loving it out there. I'm loving it. It looks beautiful. Yes. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, to, to understand what we've tried to describe in, in words and voice here, you could also go and watch the video on the tech magazine Czar Facebook page, but you'll probably find videos of this all over the internet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I, I like the direction that we're moving. I, I, I like that the engineers are really getting behind the devices now. Yeah, sure. Building in all sorts of really, really... Um, do you want to explain to us the difference between the two 5Gs that he was explaining? I mean, there's an NA and an... NR. Okay. So there's the new radio, which is kind of... It's new hardware, which can be retrofitted to existing LTE okay. sort of stuff. And then there's like the full 5G, right, which... Which is NSA, uh, no, that's just five. That's that's just five. So, what's the difference between SA and NSA that he kept going on about? 
are these two different kinds of 5G? I couldn't quite follow. Well, you, you get two different kinds of 5G. You get the 5G NR, right. um, and you get 5G, normal 5G, I see. which is completely new hardware, and the theoretical speeds are, are, are a lot higher. His point is that they're going to try and support both of yes. these. So yes, yes. even if we start off with a half-baked 5G in South Africa and gradually upgrade to a full-blooded 5G, you, you will get the benefit of both networks yeah. as you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that moves us swiftly into another little thing. So hmm. this morning I was at EWC where Cell C and Facebook um, released the first hotspot in South Africa um, for the Facebook Express Wi-Fi sort of thing. So it's, yeah, it's Facebook's own little Wi-Fi mesh network um, running on, on Cell C backhaul. And I think they're going to try and expand this throughout Cape Town metropoles. I think the next site that they're looking at is... Mitchell Splain. Um, so those are like just little Wi-Fi mesh antennas sitting on top of like light poles and various things and it just extends. What does it mean for consumers? What do they get from it? Um, free Wi-Fi. Anywhere what does Facebook have to do with it? Face, it's Facebook's network. So Facebook has a business within it called Facebook Connectivity. Hmm. So that's where they like go to emerging markets and they try and get everybody online. So... I mean, did they show you how you will connect? Uh, Do you yeah. need a specific Facebook app? That no, no, no it's no. just Wi-Fi, it's regular just Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's just regular Wi-Fi. And then you try and use it, and it works like regular yes. Wi-Fi. Your email just yes. comes down. I think they're getting two hundred megabits per second. What is in it for Facebook? Um, more people online means more people who can use Facebook. Mm, okay. So at the okay. moment, I think the business model is they give you like one hundred and fifty or two hundred megs um, for free per day. Right. Every uh, on your sign up, yeah. Okay. And then when you exceed that, um, I mean, they'll probably build in like commercial deals with Coca Cola. Okay. So where where else is this implemented in the world where people are just getting free gratis Wi Fi from Facebook for nothing, whether or not you use Facebook? Um, up in Africa, there's there's a lot of things happening in DRC. There's uh, some. Uh, there's a video. I I forget exactly now what the place is called. But I mean, if, if, you, if you go search YouTube for Facebook um, because, Express Wi Fi. The reason I ask is that Facebook was involved in a very bitter furore with India. Yes. Where they tried to roll out something like this on the, I think it started on the Indian train stations. You have to understand the India train service is a huge monster. Millions, literally yeah. millions of people move around by train every day in India across great distances. And they try to put these hotspots up at, at most of the stations. But it was basically a walled garden in which Facebook, together with the government, would determine what you could, what services you could and could yeah. use on, on it. Um, and there was a huge backlash from, the, uh, from the, the public going, we don't want Facebook coming over here to filter our internet. Yeah. We want free, open, blah, 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 internet or nothing at all. Yeah, but I mean, if, very, if, if you're getting free internet, like in today's age, I think... If it's being sponsored by somebody, you have to play by that person's rules. Yes, yes. I think yeah. I think the point with the Indian public was um, it doesn't have to be free, but we won't have Facebook filter our internet for us, yeah. which is yeah. a valid point. So, so this doesn't sound like the case here. Uh, no, no. This this is just like Facebook's kind of uh, I, what do they call it? They call it Terra Terra something Terragram Terragram. 
Okay, but so that's 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 the technology of the like the mesh routers and access points and those okay. sorts of things. So, so, so mesh routers for don't you don't understand mean lots of little routers that all work together to create yeah. effectively a mesh which forms a network. So yeah. so you don't have to have long distance transmission radio waves. And stuff. Yeah. So so that you don't need like a fiber connection to every single base station. Yes. As yes. well. So this is so in in Cell C's discussion in their portion of the presentation, they were talking about five G. And this might be a model for how they're going to roll out 5G using these sorts of, they call it street furniture, which is like uh -huh. all the, the light poles and the benches and the stop right. signs and, and like all those sorts of things. All right. um, and then they went on to... Street no, furniture, that's for, a cool term, actually. For, for, <laughs> for the city of Cape Town, this could allow them to implement an IoT network of sensors and stuff. They can connect to these mesh routers, which then I'm like, fine, whatever. Yeah. And then they went a little bit further, and they're like, even with crime fighting, I mean, you uh, can sit... And I don't know uh, what the hell... Okay, okay, no, no. The CDO of, of Cell C, um, Dale or something, Backer, and, and he goes on to, to just talk about, like, yeah, we can set it to be able to identify certain individuals Whoa, because of their, their stuff. Man. And then leap, you, the leap from there you, to you, the next you, thing, you, yeah. can, you, you can You can track, like, troublemakers in areas because every cell phone has its own identification thing. And I was like, whoa, dude, whoa, 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 I don't dude. think you were supposed yeah, to say no, that. Totally went too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because the media could focus on that one point and tear yeah. this whole thing apart. Yeah, yeah so okay. this is like just enabling a government, yeah. a local government, just to just loop on the entire on. population. It's like 1984. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And talk about getting getting and carried away and going but, too but far. This, yeah. this, this is the thing. I mean, like I remember two years ago at Mobile World Congress, I was waiting for another meeting that I needed an uh, interview. And uh, there was a guy who was waiting there with me. And he picked me out as a journalist because journalists can sniff each other out. <laughs> but he worked for this company called Drawbridge. And they were doing sort of tracking software for companies. So if you like log onto a mall's, a shopping mall's router... Um, they can track you, identify you, um, not by name or by anything, yes. just by like your internet history, yes. like everything just attached profile. to your IP address, yes. okay. and profile you, and then just like serve you ads as yes. you walk yes. through. Did a you know there's yeah. cheaper this on so here? Yeah. You like buying Nando's yeah. for two hours? This Nando's has okay. a special where you can like so, get a free coke or something. So okay, I think we can expect there's definitely going to be resistance from some quarters. Yeah. It's going to be around privacy. It's going to be around. <laughs> giving Facebook leverage in our country, there's going to be some kind of resistance. There's going to be all those people who go, woohoo, free Wi-Fi, where do I sign up? Can I send you my children? I, I, I like the idea. And I like then, the idea and then there's going to be backlash, yeah. Um, uh, I, 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 I'm a bit wary of, of the extent to which the, the city... Yeah, can use I mean, you can see the city is just seeing huge, just seeing huge dollar saving signs. Uh, okay. Yeah, interesting enough, I spoke to a council person um, from the city of Cape Town, she was there, not in official capacity, but kind of like an observer capacity. And like she told me about the so the free Wi-Fi broadband fiber to all city buildings. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the sites that have it have it, but the, it has been put on hold for now. So now they're evaluating whether they should retrofit for this Wi-Fi or this express Wi-Fi technology mm. or if they should carry on the way they were carrying on. Okay, um, yeah, so, so this is this was an initial that started a while back to get high-speed internet to all the government buildings yeah. and specifically the, the Cape Town Metropole yes. buildings so that it, it, it cut huge costs in how they moved data around yes. how they collaborated on documents and projects and things but it didn't quite 
get as far as every building like yes. it was supposed to. And now you're thinking they might go this way. Uh, yeah, they, they, they just, they're looking at this as an option to, okay. to kind of extend that. So, I mean, I think we've dumped a lot of information here. Can you just bullet point for me again? So the players involved are Facebook, Celsi, and what does it have to do with UWC? They were uh, just the site of the first one. Yeah, they 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 the site right now. Okay. So UWC is being covered by 200 megabit per second Wi-Fi via the express Wi-Fi what does Celsi have to do with it? Celsi are providing, they're they the network partner for oh. Facebook, yeah. So they're providing all of the bandwidth, they're providing the backhaul. Back yeah, right. yeah. Okay. So okay. all of the backhaul runs of Celsi. Um, and this is also, like, like this was effectively, I had to drag it out of the, mm. the uh, one of the Celsi representatives. Mm. I was like, so this is just a capability um, demonstration. And he was like, yeah, pretty much. Okay, okay. So, so they have a memorandum of understanding with the city of Cape Town, um, but nothing It'll has be, been firmed be up. It'll be in a pilot phase for a while. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we've got Facebook is pretty much bankrolling it, but who has also come up with the mesh technology. Yeah. Celsius is going to be the network partner delivering it. UWC is the first site, which is neither yeah. here nor there. The city of Cape Town is a key partner because they've got to issue licenses for all the stuff yes. to be built and so on. Um, anyone else involved there? Have I missed anyone? Um, no. no, but from here they want to roll out to bigger metropoles as well, okay. um, like Johannesburg, like the usual suspects, okay. and then just take it nationwide. All right. And yeah, okay. yeah, the, the, the other business model things, um, yeah, it's obviously just them trying to leverage as much as they can. Because yeah. I asked him, like, how are you going to build this? And he's like, well, a portion of it will be free, and then after that, you might get commercial partners on board where you have to watch like a talk marketing video or something. Uh, okay. And then you get a little bit extra data, like data sponsored by whoever, okay. or you can just buy as well. But I mean, those, those sorts of business model things are later. Although yeah. this is a separate stream from what they're rolling out um, their mobile fiber to home solutions. Who's mobile uh, Celsi. Okay, right. Yeah, so they're like LTE data. But they're the not their own fiber anything, surely. They, they just, have their own fiber. Surely they're just reselling open serve or something like that. Uh, no, I think they have they're their laying own. They're laying their own. Yeah. Mm. Remember when, when Seacom landed, like everybody bought up rights to. Yeah. Okay. That's where you got all, like, all the new players coming in. Alright. Because I mean, OpenServe is still running away with that market from what I can tell. Well, I mean, OpenServe are the, 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 the infrastructure. Yeah, 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 sure. The infrastructure okay. people. Alright. Yeah. All right, very interesting. So what was their timeline roughly to roll out the stuff? Uh, they um, didn't give you anything for Well, UWC is right now yeah. and then in the near future. Yeah, but it'll yeah. be in a pilot phase, I'm guessing, for a while. Yeah, I, I think this is just Celsius' big play to kind of um, test or at least get into the same kind of space that Rain is going to be yes, playing. Yes, okay. Because Rain okay. is going to take up, soak up yes. so much attention no, now. No, Rain is a company to watch. They are the uh, Vumatel of the present. Yeah. When Vumatel first started rolling out fiber in Parkhurst and everyone yeah. was astounded, you know, this was four or five years ago. Uh, Rain is now kind of the 5G rollout king at the moment. Yeah. So good strategic play there. Yeah, right. so I'm, I'm waiting to see when, when Vodacom and, and mm. MTN blink and Wake what, what they're going to bring. Yes. But I, I think, uh, I think uh, this is just wild speculation right now. Mm. I think Vodacom plays it safe enough that they only come to market when they come to market. Yes, they don't have to be the first mover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Apple. They don't have to do anything first. They're going to do it better after you've made all the mistakes. Yeah, okay. Fine. Yeah. Jolly cool. interesting. Are we going to call it a wrap? Uh, yes, I think that. Uh, obviously, you can see all my coverage on thatopinionguy.co.za. I have been busy with a couple of other projects now, so the website has been a bit slow, but I am back in it. I am there. Videos will be coming out shortly as well. 
yeah, you can see the Mate X unfolding and refolding yeah. um, on the Tech Magazine Zar Facebook page. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cheers.